Today in class, we talked about models of evaluation and then a little more specifically the goal attainment model and how we write time-bound, measurable, and specific objectives to work in the goal attainment model. In this podcast, I'm going to review your models of evaluation um, and then I'm going to do a separate actually video recording to go over writing those SMART objectives because I think it's useful to see some of that written. But there are um, three models of evaluation I want you to be familiar with. We went over five, actually, briefly. There's three I really want you to know. Um, You should know what they are and the strengths and the weaknesses of each. Number one is the intuitive model. So this is to basically trust your gut. This is it seems to be going a particular way. Um, It seems to be going well. It seems to be going poorly. This is obviously easy. We do it all the time. It's not necessarily bad, um, but it's not systematic. It's not scientific. It's not rigorous. There's an inherent risk of bias, okay? Bias because it's only your viewpoint and it's not systematic and you are undoubtedly influenced um, by what is going on more broadly um, in your own life, okay? The second one I want you to know is goal-free or sometimes referred to as black box, okay? Uh, The goal-free is exactly what that name says. It is free of goals. So you do not have goals. We often use this uh, in startup programs. We don't really know yet what the criteria should be. So we're just collecting baseline data. Or we use this in exploratory research and evaluation where uh, we're not necessarily examining things, but we're just kind of exploring. We're seeing what's going on. Um, Goal-free often uses qualitative data. And I know I'll only briefly introduce that term, but... Um, you're generally talking about interviews here um, and not necessarily measurement on scales. Uh, advantages, it can also be very in-depth. You can get more in-depth information out of that. Um, it does risk some possible bias. It can be a little more time-consuming as well. And it's not necessarily clear if your organization or your program, your service that you're evaluating is successful because you don't have criteria to measure against. And then the third and most common, and what we will focus on in this class is the goal attainment. In goal attainment, we first set our criteria, in this case, measurable goals and objectives. And we use our instruments, frequently a survey, but it can be observation, it can be registration numbers. There are other ways to do it, but um, for our purposes, it's frequently gonna be a survey. and we measure against that criteria, against those goals and objectives, okay? It is systematic process for assessing and evaluating success. Did you meet your criteria, okay? This does require, and this will be not a podcast, but a video, it does require writing measurable specific objectives. If you do not, a goal attainment model does not work. That is why it is so important that you write this, okay? Um, This is a much more systematic method. It is not to say it is free of bias, and we'll talk more about that later in class. It's bias is is part of so much of what we do uh, and how we address that. But it is much more systematic and rigorous, so in that way it limits um, bias. That's it for models of evaluation. 
least what I want you to know.